Welcome to the Coach's Preview Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. I'd like to welcome my special guest today, head coach of Summit High School football, Brian Coleman, and he also brought his defensive coordinator here today, Alex Melton. Coaches, appreciate you guys being here. Thank you. Thank Thanks you for having us. So a little different setup this week, gentlemen, uh, with the WCTV Game of the Week. Clarksville Northwest visiting Summit, only one Williamson County school involved, so that's why we're all Old sport, uh, old Sparty today, right? right. Yes, all old. Try to say that fast three times. <laughs> all old Sparty. Before we get into it, Coach Melton, let's give the audience a little bit about your background. Tell us uh, what your previous experience is before coming over to Summit. Well, I started off in West Tennessee, uh, Haywood County, Brownsville, Tennessee. There for about four years, and in 2007, uh, my family and I moved up here. I was able to get a job at Brentwood High School, uh, which is a great job for a couple of years and from there I went to Centennial for two or three years and then been at Summit for six years ever since Coach Coleman got there. Who was the head coach of Centennial at the time? Was uh, that coach right? Rector. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And how did you two guys meet? Just coaching against one another? Or? Not really no. against one another. No, we didn't even really know each other <laughs> and uh, we just at a clinic we were talking or whatever I knew they had a, an opening and uh, we just kind of talked and he, was, he, he put up with me long enough, I guess. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So. so let me ask you this, Coach, and I'm not trying to uh, split the staff up here, but do you have head coaching aspirations? Uh, I mean, if it happens, that's fine. It, it, it's not, you know, it, it, I'm not going to take my family and move around and all that for it. You know, I don't, I'm not going to chase titles and all that, but, you know, I'm happy where I'm at. If something comes available that, that's a good fit, you know, that, that would – be interesting, then we, we would look at that for sure. But it's yeah. and coach, you encourage that? He's more than ready. Yeah, yeah, he's more than ready. That's why I told him today, come on with me. This will be a good experience oh. for you. <laughs> <laughs> the bright lights are on here. Oh, yeah. County. <laughs> so, coach, uh, I've always thought this was really fascinating about football. That uh, you guys can both speak to this in basketball. Now, obviously, what would happen? <laughs> you might have a guy who coaches your JV or freshman team, but in essence, if you have coordinators they're like many head coaches of that particular unit, right coach? He's the head coach of the defense. He runs their meetings on Sundays. He runs the defense. I mean, it's his uh, 100%. I don't even go to the meetings anymore. So yeah, I mean, he's more than ready to be a head coach. You know, uh, the headaches that go along with it. He hears me complain about him all the time or, <laughs> or be excited about all the headaches, <laughs> I should say. But, uh, but he's more than ready. He can handle himself well. He does a great job with our defense. Uh, and well, we've been together. We've been through a lot. We were through the when you talked about it last show. We've been through the 0 and 10 year together. So uh, yeah, that was it tested. Makes you decide if you yeah. want to still do it or not, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah. but that makes now even sweeter, right? Because you've been through it and been through it together, yeah. coach. You, you, learn, you learn a lot. That's right. You learn a lot, and it makes you really evaluate yourself and the program and all that. And it, it's it's uh, it's not something you want to go through. But if you have, but if it happens, you've got to learn from it. Uh, I think we got better from it. You know, the kids came back every every week and, and went to work. They just kept, you know, they stayed hungry and it, it didn't work out that year to get a win, but I think the program got better um, and it's been better ever since. You know, so, what's so unique, I think, about your team this year, it almost, you got so many young guys that are, that are playing and playing. I mean, you got some veterans too, but it's not like this is it for Summit football. I mean, obviously you're not looking ahead to next year, but you guys, you're kind of hitting your stride as a school and a team. Agree, Coach? Agree, and that's all goes with, like the key word we keep saying is program. Uh, your program's in place, your, your 
I guess your basics are in place, the weight rooms are, you know, everything that we do is in place. So you just, you, just, you know, the kids come in and go to work. And uh, Andrew Pierce, a great example. Um, senior, has never played football before. Steps right up, you know, and, and, and does a great job for us last week. Um, wished he'd have played for four years, but, uh, but has learned our system, has learned, you know, what it takes to be a leader, has learned what it takes to, to win and, and, you know, plugged right on in. Coach, and we're going to talk more about Andrew here in a little bit. I'm glad you brought him up because I, I had to do a double take reading that he was a senior that had never yeah. played. And those stats that he had on yeah. Friday night, that those are veteran kind of stats. He had played basketball, so I mean, he's not, you know, a person that has not played athletics, but uh, had not and had never played football. Well, we'll get to him later. Do you think, now that you're mentioning, do you think uh, maybe with football it's a little easier to maybe do that as opposed to some other sports because of – uh, maybe he's, if he didn't play a skill kind of position, is that easy? I hear people saying that. I heard, uh, I think it was Blaine Bishop talk about that on the radio one day about you could start a little bit later maybe. Do you agree with that? Not that you want people to do that. You don't but. want people to do that. I guess you could. I mean, but you're going to have to work. I mean, you're, you're not going to come in there halfway and, and be successful. Does that make sense? So he, he came in there and worked his tail off. You know, he knew he had a lot of catching up to do as far as physically uh, and, you know, learning the playbooks on offense and defense. So he's put his time in and excessive time to, to be ready. Coach Coleman, you call the plays on offense. Let me ask you this because you're, I'm, I'm sure you're really focused on offense when they're not on the field. Do you take more of a, and I think you've really alluded to this, more of a CEO approach in terms of the defense? You might get in there and listen a little bit or give us something here or there. Is it totally hands off? Totally hands off. Totally hands off. Coach, do you agree with that? I do. Here's the thing. I do agree with He used to be a defensive guy. Right. So now I just tell him I don't know who he is anymore. He's just totally changed. Like he's all offense all the time. So we. Uh, I'll click over sometimes and say, do you want a timeout or, you know, anything like that. Or I click over, do you want me to go for it on fourth down? What do you think? So, I mean, it's – but, like I say, clicking over, he's on the other headset and, you know, it's his. He does a great job with it, so I'm not worried about it at all. That's great. You have to have confidence in your defense knowing that he's been I'll at the helm for so long. Yes. That's, that's, that's a great relationship. Both coaches, let me ask you this. Let's talk about the play of the defense, and we'll talk. start with Coach Melton, uh, Harrod, Arnold, Keaton Wade, G.O. Talk about those guys and your defense, how they're playing this year. Well, for us, it just starts with effort. I think, you know, we, we make a lot of mistakes. You can see it on film. We're constantly watching film. and trying to correct and fine-tune things, but, but effort's one thing that they have to give to be out there. Uh, one of the first things we always look for, just like I'm sure all staffs do, are loafs and are they running to the ball. Um, we always tell them good things happen when you run to the ball. You try to show that on film. We've gotten turnovers have been a big thing for us this year, which have really helped us. Um, and that happens with effort um, and by, by getting to the ball. We've got a little more speed defensively than we've had in the past. Um, so obviously that's that's not a bad thing, um, and we you know personnel has changed. We're, we're learning our personnel still, just just trying to put some things together defensively that to, that go with our personnel uh, this year a little bit, and it, it's been good so far. I mean, obviously you watch film and you look at it, and sometimes you got you know they're 14 to 18 year old young men, and they're going to make mistakes, but we don't want them playing with fear of making a mistake. If that makes sense, you know, if you're going to make it, you're, you're going to mess up. Um, if you're going to do it, let's do it full speed. We'll watch the film. We'll fix the fundamentals. I'm constantly working on that every week anyway. Um, so, you know, our, our whole thing is, is effort. And these guys have, have from day one, um, really I guess since our scrimmage, our Riverdale scrimmage earlier in the year was, 
was not good. Um, but since that point, they have, have really bought in and given effort, and it's, it's paying off for now, them. Now, you mentioned, I, that's the industry of loafs. Is that something you actually stat when you're grading the film? We, we, call them, we, we definitely make notes of it, and we make it known in film that that's, you know, and, and we haven't had many of those. Um, you know, still at a time or two, they'll, they'll uh, you know, one or two may not be getting where they need to be. Um, you know, we don't necessarily grade it, but it's, they know it's a point of emphasis, um, and they know that it's going to be, you know, we always tell them you're, you're a direct reflection of what you put on film. Um, you are what you put on film. Um, so, and then I and the sky don't lie. You've heard that hundreds of times, too. So, but they, they know that, um, you know, and they're motivated to, to hopefully give, give effort every play, no matter Coach, what. you pleased with the defense's play so far? Absolutely. Um, one stat that really stands out to me is they've given up seven points in five games in third and fourth quarters. So in the second half of games, we've only given up seven points, and that was the Independence. That was week one. So the last, uh, what, four games, we haven't given up a point in the second half. Uh, and that goes with, you know, I get maybe our physicalness. I hope it's our physicalness. I hope it's our, uh, you know, being in shape and things like that. It has to be. It has to be. I mean, that's an impressive stat. I, I, I didn't realize that. Coach, tell our audience here, our viewers, how many one-way players do you have? Do you have uh, less than you used to have, obviously, as the program's grown? Uh, you, you mentioned your lineman off air before we started. Who are some guys uh, that maybe aren't the one ways, or how many one ways do, do you have? I know that's a multitude of questions. Yes, so we, our offensive line is one way, and our defensive line is one way. Uh, most of the skill guys play both ways, uh, minus the quarterback. Quarterback is just offensive guy. <laughs> not that he's not talking about that. free safety. <laughs> you try to slip him in there, that's coach. It. He makes him backpedal every once in a while, but it don't look good at all. <laughs> It does. I'm just kidding. But, uh, but, you know, skill guys are playing both ways. You know, they're in better shape. Um, but the linemen were trying to go one way. And I, like you said, I think it's more than it ever has been. I think we're going one way more than we ever have. Uh, Probably so. You know, because the offensive line and defensive line are getting hit every time. You know, that's constant pounding on them. So it helps, it helps that. So, Coach Cohen, you start here and then we'll get Coach Melton as well. Is that a challenge when guys are playing both ways? I'm sure you guys, they come off the field, you gather them, you meet, and you talk, but then a guy's not there. Is that, is that a, a challenge? It is, yeah, it is. It's more yelling, I guess, co coaching on the fly than it is between, you know, between series or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to communicate sometimes with, with those guys if they don't come off the field very much. Coach Melton, agree? Same. I, I think we've had, we have a little more depth in those skill positions this year than we've had. Uh, I know most teams don't have a lot of depth there, and we, we typically don't, but we have a little more. So that's made it a little easier to play some guys offense only and then be a backup on defense, that type of thing. But, yeah, if you need – sometimes when you need to, you know, talk to a guy about something or show him something, you know, if he's, he's out there on defense, then maybe you get it during special teams real quick. You get him for a second, and then he's right back out there. But, what, what about practice? You guys – and I know it changes throughout the year – ones versus ones. Is that happening, or is it one versus scout both way? How, how does that typically happen in practice? Later in the year, I think it turns into one versus scout. Probably earlier in the year is one versus one as much as you can. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, injuries is always a scary part of, of one versus one because it's, you know, a little bit better thud there. Um, but I guess that, yeah, one versus scout. So you're constantly on your scout team about being a, giving them a good look. Coach Cohen, you mentioned – talking about injuries, talk about in your own career as a coach, how the hitting in practice has changed, not only what's allowed, but how you've changed as a coach, if you have. 
I don't know if we're, I think the hitting's mostly changed, maybe tackling, because more we tackle more dummies now, uh, you know, the bags and right. stuff like that, than we did tackle each other. Because um, now you can, you can, I mean, roll tight, a different type, you can talk about them, different types of techniques that we teach now defensively that you really probably don't want to use against a kid, if that makes sense. Right. Uh, it's, it's not as physical as it used to be, I guess, every day in practice. practice. I know when we, for some, it's been a while since I've graduated high school, but <laughs> it, was, it was a lot more more physical um, and we do that still but it's you don't do it every day I guess is what you said you know you're hitting some dummy bags and things like that uh, taking your head out of it used to they you know fit it up eyes put your eyes in there and all that stuff you, you take your head out of it a little bit more um, things like that so it's changed a little bit is that for you think that's for the better I think so for the better right I, I do um, you know as long as your angles correct and all that in my opinion you know, you don't want them hitting with their head and their stuff. Obviously, we're always we're always coaching and, and teaching eyes up. You don't want your head down. Uh, you know, from the fundamental standpoint. But you know, I think it's changed a little bit over time in that aspect. You guys, and the reason I asked you guys about ones versus ones, Tate and I were talking about this this week. Independence is playing at Hendersonville this week, and one of the things Tate mentioned, which I thought was a pretty good point, he said, you know, Hendersonville is one of those teams that a lot of people don't like to waste a game on, so to speak, because they're playing against the wing tee that, and they're pure wing tee, right? They're yes. like old, they're old school, school wing, wing tee. tee. Yes. So obviously, and this is one thing I've been so impressed with you, Coach Coleman, is that you've changed. You've yeah. changed your offense a little bit based on your – it's still – the setup's probably similar, right? Yes, but it's impressive because I know as me, as a, I think about myself as a coach, I didn't change probably maybe as much as I could have at times. So, Coach, I want to ask you, Coach Melton, in the old days where it was maybe more traditional wing tee, was that a challenge for your defense going against that as opposed to, hey, we're playing independence this week, That's which right. is way different? Uh, How did y'all manage that? It's, it's a different deal where, where it really is the challenge is with scout team and things like that. Getting a, you know, if, if independence or somebody, say, is spread and our scout team or our, our base is a tight wing tee, it's hard to get – to get the look you want out of a spread. It's like totally changing the scout team offense or whatever. So it's, you know, the kids aren't used to running those type of routes or obviously you can't simulate their speed or, or you know, like that. So it's, it's just different going from a tight wing tee to a spread. So the main thing for us defensively was just getting a, a good look scout team-wise. So Coach Coleman, answer this for me. So you've got an offensive segment where you're working on your offense, you're going to run it the way you want it. Is, are there defensive segments where you're going to run it the way the defense wants to look to, to, to look we, like, so to speak? We break, in, we break our practice up with uh, the first segment is offensive practice. You're going to play the way you, you play yes. offensively. And then and they're going to defend a, it. Yes, yes, sir. With a scout deal, what we're going to see that week. And then the next half of practice is the defensive emphasis, and we run whatever they are going to see that week. Well, that's great. <clears throat> and, and, and going back to that, everybody always used to come. When we were pure wing tee, everybody would say, man, you know, it's hard to run. Because these spread guys, they don't, you know, they don't run more. They probably don't have a tight end. Mm -hmm. And we ran some crisscross type double handoff stuff that it is hard to get for us that we practice daily. So a scout team giving them an hour maybe to try to get that done is tough on those kids. So uh, it's, it, that's why people didn't like playing the wing tee. At, at, you know, because the scout team couldn't do it very well. Without, you know, selling out any other coaches or – but who was the best at defending the wing, the, the pure wing tee that you ever faced? Uh, coach Webb is a good defensive coach. Yeah. <laughs> He's a really – and even this past week, the, the week before when we played them, he opened our eyes to some tendencies that we had 
that you know he did defensively to 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 stop us. <clears throat> Let's talk about last week's game now. You guys win 38-7, obviously staying unbeaten. This is where I was going to mention Andrew Pierce, and I mentioned this on the show there with Tate earlier in the week. I called it the Andrew Pierce show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th this is impressive when you listen to this. 75 yards receiving, two touchdowns, 30 yards rushing on four carries, returned three kickoffs for 30 yards, picked off a pass that led to points, and it's his first year playing. H how did that come about, Coach? Did he approach you? Have you been hounding him for four years saying, come on, man, we need you out here? How did that all come about? Well, he's, he's got a little brother, Brady Pierce, that's uh, a sophomore now. And Brady played last year as a freshman and played some minutes as a freshman in varsity football. Maybe he saw that Brady was enjoying it, maybe. I don't know. I mean, of course, we recruit the Halls. You know, would you like to play, you know. He came out. I, I don't remember when, when he did. I know it was, yeah. this, it was after basketball season he came out. And like I said, hit the ground running and worked his tail off. So, you know, it's a tribute to him, you know, getting caught up physically and mentally to everybody else. No, no money exchange hands. No, no, no. no. He's, he's always been an athletic kid, so the time he was a freshman, you know, in the gym when you're doing stuff, if you're a PE teacher or whatever, you're watching kids, seeing him mm -hmm. move and stuff like that. And so I've, I've been on him. Uh, I was on him early. You want you play? Well, I don't want to, Coach. I don't want And then – this year, or late last year, he said, I'm playing football next year. You know how that goes. Did you, you go, half yeah. believe him? I, I'd half believe him, <laughs> if, if half. Yeah. But, uh, I'm glad he did. He's a competitor. Um, brother is, too. I mean, just – and it is rare for a guy to come out just as a senior and, and play a whole lot or especially be productive like that. So, it's he's done a great job. Coach Coleman, something that stood out to me when I read an article about your game is you talked about him being a leader. Yeah. And, and that's pretty impressive. Now, he hadn't been in the program, and he's going to step right in. Was that from day one, or he just that has happened he's as a, you've progressed? He's a vocal kid. He he's, a, he's, a, he's a competitor. He's a competitor. He's a get-the-rest-of-the-team-up kind of guy. And he did that in the spring. I can remember him being, you know, doing a good job of that in our spring game. So, And, and some kids are better as a vocal leader. Uh, some kids are better as a watch-me-do-it-right leader. Right. So, so he's more of a vocal guy and shoot. With a night like that, people are going to follow him. So, And yeah. I would argue, too, uh, and I don't know Andrew, I know the situation, but the excitement around football, you've continually gotten. But look at his time at the school. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, sure. there's been a progression of, hey, we're doing a good job and just seems to keep building every year. That's got to be part of it. That's creates, it creates interest. Yeah, it's a good, good thing. So, You know, I've asked this question to principals, and I'll ask you guys as coaches. I had an old principal tell me one time, Frank Cardwell, who was a great principal, I had him there at Beach High School, sports guy too. He told me, he said, I can judge how the school year is going to go <laughs> by the way football goes. He said, if football goes smoothly, it's a great year. Do you guys feel that as football coaches? I think so. Just because, I mean, student interest and everybody's excited. If you're excited about Friday night, you know what I'm saying, that week is going to go by better for those kids and, and they're – Something to look forward to. They have school spirit. I mean, if you don't have much school spirit, then probably class is not going to be much fun. You're not going to have fun in the hallways. But, you know, Williamson County with these student sections we have and with, you know, with us winning a few games, I think it definitely doesn't hurt, I don't think. Coach, yeah, agree? I do. Our, our student body and, and Coach Coleman just made mention to it. Any Anytime we've played in the county, or I mean, the student sections are great for both teams. Um, you know, just the interest and the excitement of football in this county is is great and it creates excitement in the school our, our student body has been great um, from the beginning of the year even when we were you know even when we struggled several years ago 
they were still very supportive. Uh, they were there. They were cheering on, you know, so it's been great. Coach, obviously on the offensive side, we can't talk about Summit football without talking about Destin Wade. I look at his stats every week, and number one, I'm impressed, and then I have to keep reminding myself that that guy's a sophomore. 163 yards, 113 passing, rush for 50. Uh, Keaton Wade, 106 yards, and a score on just six carries. Uh, let me ask you guys this, and I don't know if I read this somewhere or someone gave me some inside information. G.O., we all know about his offensive capabilities, but I'd maybe read somewhere that you guys defensively are really pleased with how he's playing. Oh, he's, he's doing a great job. He's, uh, and he hasn't played a lot of safety. A little bit towards the end of last year uh, he did, but he's, he's come in this year and done a great job there. And, and, and with our defense, safeties have to do a lot of communication. Um, and he's done a great job of taking that over and, and, and leading the defense in that way. So, Coach? He's put him in center field and he's an athlete. You know, he's, he's a, great, a great leader for the defense. Uh, he does a great job for us offensively also. Let's talk about this week's game. And, and <clears throat> t tell the folks out there, because uh, I've always thought with, with football coaches this was tough. You want the kids to enjoy homecoming. But in some respects, maybe it's a little bit of a distraction. I don't know what you guys do on Friday, but I know uh, most schools will have something going on where they're on their feet all day and it's yeah, hot outside. Is that is that a typical homecoming for I you think guys too? Typical homecoming. We, so, so what do you guys do about that? Because I know that's tough. You want them to be a part of it, but you don't want to wear yourself out. Uh, I mean, we'll, let's we'll, face it. We'll go with it on Friday. And I guess the biggest thing that we preached to them on Monday was to mentally be with us throughout the week. You know, enjoy the homecoming. I don't, you know. Go build a float for a little while. Don't stay out till midnight building a float or anything mm -hmm. like that. But but go do the homecoming things. Enjoy it. Uh, but give us the two hours of football. Be with us, you know, mentally. Don't be thinking about homecoming. What am I going to do with a float or what am I going to do with this class competition or anything like you know. And in our opinion, as football coaches and people, I have a different opinion. The the finale of homecoming is the game. So you know, winning that football game is in our minds the most important thing of homecoming. Absolutely. Enjoy yourself, though, but, but, but that's the most important thing. So if, if the activities are going on outside, at some point you say, hey, let's football team, let's get together, let's get out, out of the heat. Do you do that kind of thing? We'll, we'll have a parade Friday. So, it, I mean, well, the way schools are set up now in Williamson County, you don't really have an all-day yeah. event. It's, it's just the last two periods of the day, I think, is what we're going to do. So we'll have the – We'll have the parade, and then I think we'll have, you know, maybe watch the powder puff, a game of powder puff. So it's not an all-day thing. It's more than they're accustomed to. Right. Uh, but we'll just go relax, you know, from after school, you know, do our team meal. They'll have plenty of time to relax and recoup. And, and are you – this may be by design, maybe it's just the date. Probably nice that this isn't a region game, right? Yes, definitely. We – yeah. They, the, Ms. Ms. Lamb allows us to pick or to say which game would be better for us. Uh, but definitely, yeah, there are the distractions. I mean, it's, it's a different routine. You know, it's not a total distraction, but it's just a different routine that the kids are in. So usually we want to pick a non-region game. And not that this is not important and not that you don't respect Northwest. Before we got on the air, you were talking about that you were impressed with them, started the season 3-0. and Couple of tough losses, one against uh, Montgomery Central and one against Kenwood. Coach Melton, tell me what your concerns are from the defensive side of the ball uh, facing that Northwest oh, they're, offense. They're, they're really good offensively. They do a great job. They've got really good athletes. They get the ball in their hand. They try to create space. Um, you know, and, and one of the hardest things in football is an open field tackle. You know, so we try to eliminate space. We've got to do a good job of eliminating that space. 
um, and of tackling in space. But they, you know, and, and if you do that, they can get in some tighter formations and, and line up and run it too. So they've, they've moved the ball up and down the field, um, every film that we have and what we've watched. Um, but, you know, they, they, at times something will happen, it seems like that will set them back and all that. And, but they do a great job, and they do a great job of getting the ball in the right people's hands, and and, letting, and they run hard, man. They they play hard. What about the for, for for your offense, coach? Defensively, they you know they've shown a three-three stack defense, which you don't really see very often. So uh, we really had to practice on that this week. So and, and up front, they're pretty big. Um, they've got a kid, a defensive end that's you know about six-five, you know pushing about two seventy-five. So uh, they're they're athletic. I mean, it's. We're gonna to have to play. It's, you know, they're three and twos, and we tell the kids, you know, respect your opponent. It takes it takes us zero zero more effort mentally to respect them. I mean, we're going to come to practice. You're going to put in the work. Might as well respect your opponent. Let's you know, let's win this football game. And I think you will, Coach. Uh, uh, you know, I look at some things, just some things that have happened with your team this year. All signs of a really good team. Maybe you have a slow start and you hang in there. There's just several things when you look at your team and how games have gone are the signs of a good team. And that's part of being a good team. Different thing, yeah. Uh, down 14 to nothing, uh, Columbia. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's been some games that have tested us mentally and, and tested our leadership. And, and they've, you know, tied against Franklin at halftime. So we've had different situations uh, and they've, you know, excelled in all of them. So hopefully you're right. Hadn't panicked. Haven't yet. So let's talk about. I thought this was interesting. I looked at your region, and not one team has played more than two games. In fact, uh, there's one four. Four out of the six have only played one. So even though this will be week six, really region-wise, there's a lot to be determined. Uh, is there any? Have you had to mention, or do you just leave it alone? We're not playing Page this week, fellas. It's it's Northwest. Has that take, come up? No, we take it. I mean. And the kids do too. It's it's one game at a time. I know it sounds like coach talk, but that's that's the way we try to approach it. It's northwest northwest this week, and then we'll go to Page next week, starting you know Saturday, Friday, Friday night at ten o'clock, whenever it is. You know when this one gets done. But you know we have we we try to approach them all the same way. Um, like you said, we we have four region games left. Four of our next five games are region games. Um, so we you know we could. You start off five and zero, oh, and then you we end up five and five. We don't make the playoffs, you know that type of stuff. So we we keep, just keep plugging, keep approaching it the same way every week. Um, play Northwest just like we need to play, just like we played other teams so far, and, and we'll get you know one at a time. So. Coach, from the defensive side, what are some keys? If you said if we do this, we're going to have a successful defensive effort tonight. Uh, well, just kind of like I mentioned a while ago, we have to attack the man in front of us. We just got to read our key and react. Attack the man in front of us to eliminate space, and we have to tackle well in space. Well, what about on offense? Is there a key stat beyond what you mentioned earlier? Protect the football. Definitely protect the football, whether we're throwing it or whether, you know, no fumbles. Just protect the football. Win the turnover battle. Coach Melton, how do, how do you do, Coach? He's all right. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. There's 14 cameras. I don't know where to look. Hey, 30 minutes goes by really quickly, does, doesn't it? Yes, sir. <laughs> appreciate both of you guys being here. Oh, yes, thank you. Uh, we'll see you next time on the Coach's Preview Show.